join us, Sarah and Georgia, as we help you get to grips with money and take control of your finances in a fun and simple way. We talk all things money from investments, pensions and benefits to your mindset around money and steps we can take to improve your relationship with money. Together, we've got this. Hi, welcome to episode 12 of the Money Confidence Podcast. This week, Georgia and I are jargon busting. Last week, I forgot to press record again. Sarah failed me again. Oh, I couldn't believe it. She has one job. I know. Well, she has I... all the jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I was so worried about telling Georgia, but I told Georgia and she said, well, I can't repeat what she said because this is too rude it's family friendly this is family friendly so (laughs) but basically sarah let me down um so basically what we've decided is if she does it again that i'm leaving for good and never never speaking to her again oh god the pressure pressure is on the pressure is on i've pressed record though now so this is all good it's going well what a relief Right, we're going to do some jargon busting. So, okay, Georgia, what does ISA stand for? Individual savings account. So it's basically a tax-efficient savings plan that you can own individually and save money tax-free up to £20,000 per year. Sarah, what does AMC stand for? (laughs) AMC stands for annual management charge. So annual management charges cover the cost of administering your plan and managing your investments. It's usually a percentage of your funds or investments. And advisors should be telling you what then what the monetary amount is. Okay, oh wait, it's your... Georgia, what does JISA stand for? Junior Individual Savings Account. So it's basically an ISA, but for younger people so up to the age of 18 sarah oh no yeah ask yes me. ask me ask me ask me <laughs> right ask me sarah <laughs> what does uff plus stand for uff plus uff plus uff plus uff plus this is a difficult one actually because even when i tell you what it stands for i think a lot of people will still be like eh? yeah it still doesn't really mean much does so it? Of plus stands for uncrystallized funds, pension, lump sum. So of plus is a way to take funds from a money purchase pension as a lump sum or series of lump sums. So not all schemes offer the of plus option and it must be paid after the 5th of April 2015 because that's when it came in. Emergency tax is normally applied to the first payment, often resulting in initial overpayment of tax. Also, something to bear in mind is of plus. I think it's of plus. Of plus. Of plus. Of plus. Yeah, but you're Northern, so everything oh, sounds weird. Of <laughs> plus will Oof. trigger the 4,000 money purchase annual allowance. So what that means is if you're contributing into a pension and you take of plus, like you can only contribute 4,000 in a tax year. Yeah. Okay, Georgia. I just want to add something actually about the of plus is that the of plus... How many times can you say of plus in a sentence? <laughs> so within the limitations of the lifetime allowance, 25% of the of plus is tax free and the remaining 75% is taxed at your marginal rate of income tax at the point of withdrawal. So that's the last time I'm going to say of plus. Thank God. I know. 
Georgia, what does DFM stand for? DFM stands for Discretionary Fund Manager. So Discretionary Fund Manager is a third-party professional who basically has investment expertise to build and manage a portfolio on your behalf. So it takes into account your your objectives and your risk profile. Um, so it's a more personalized service than like your standard investments. Um, but that obviously does come as at a cost. Mm. So they're a bit spenny. Sarah, yes. what does nest stand for? Nest. So there's two meanings of nest. One is what a bird makes. And the Do you second, know we have an, an, an also have a rat nest in our garden? A rat nest? I didn't think rats yeah. had nests. Yeah. Do rats make nests? Well, I where, just thought, where else do you think they what, have children? Yeah. They don't have holes, in do the they? Sewers. They like, well, I don't have a sewer in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Okay, so. Nest stands for National Employment Savings Trust. So Nest is a workplace pension scheme in the UK, which was set up in 2008 to facilitate automatic enrolment. Um, so Nest is backed by the government and is issued by many employers. It's, um, it's a defined contribution scheme. So like a money purchase scheme, you and your employer make contributions to a pot of money that's invested and you receive tax relief on your contributions. Fact. Over 99% of Nest members are in one of their retirement date funds, whereby the level of risk taken with your funds decreases as you approach your retirement age on the plan. Cool. Mm. It's something interesting about Nest, right? Is that? Sarah's top fans. So when you contribute into Nest, into the Nest pension, yeah, there's a charge of 1.8% on each contribution you make. So oh every, con- every contribution you put into Nest, they take a charge of 1.8%. So, Georgia, mm-hmm. what does LTA stand for? LTA stands for Lifetime Allowance. So the Lifetime Allowance is the overall limit that you can save into your pension tax efficiently. Um, so it's the amount that you can accrue during your lifetime without paying extra tax when taking the benefits at age 75 Mm. or on death before age 75 Mm, that's Um, a really good explanation thank you i don't know where i got it from like it's just Mm, your head because it's so (laughs) full of information basically if your um pension savings go above the lifetime allowance which is currently one million seventy three thousand and one hundred pounds. Um, if it goes above that amount, there'll be a lifetime allowance charge when you take the benefits of either twenty five percent if it's via income or fifty five percent if it's via a lump sum. I wish I had a lifetime allowance problem. Me too. It's one of those things, sir. Okay, Georgia, <laughs> hit me with a question. What is a sip? A sip is. A self-invested personal pension. So it's it's just it's a type of personal pension which usually gives you a wider choice of investments. So a SIP lets you build up funds through retirement because it's a pension, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, the wider range of investments which your SIP may offer can include shares, investment trusts, collective investments, and commercial property. Georgia, what is a GIA? Gia. A G-I-A, a gear. A gear. Can you imagine? G-I-A. I hope no one calls it that. Do you think people call it that? G-I-A or gear as Sarah calls it. It must be a northern thing, I reckon. 
is a general investment account. So it's basically an account that allows you to hold investments outside of a tax wrapper, such as a pension or an ISA. There is no limit to how much you can invest into a DIA each tax year. No, no, um, so it's no, not... no, 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 there's no what? limit. that's a good way to remember it to be fair yeah um but there's not really there's no tax efficiency so you don't get any tax benefits for contributing and when you withdraw it you'll pay tax Mm. if it goes above the cgt allowance (gasps) that's a good one isn't it cgt sarah do you want to enlighten us all on what cgt stands that was seamless So CGT stands for capital gains tax. So capital gains tax is a tax on the gain or profit you make when selling or disposing of an asset. So an asset includes property, stocks, shares, cryptocurrency and vintage cars. You don't pay capital gain tax on some assets such as gains within ISAs, premium bonds and UK government gilts. Uh, as well as betting, lottery and pool winnings. So if you win the lottery, don't worry, you don't have to pay capital gains tax. No, don't stress. Okay, Georgia. Yes, Sarah. What does AA stand for? AA stands for annual allowance. So the annual allowance is the total amount that you can contribute into your pension each tax year. Wow. Sarah's son has just come in and showed me his um invitation to the sports day yeah that's see really... this is what happens when i when me and george do the podcast that's amazing so, last week i was getting prodded by them both wasn't i Georgia? yeah uh, and then um don't forget at the weekend when we were on the phone to each other and you were being oh, attacked yeah. with cushions <laughs> yeah so at the weekend we were on the phone um and flynn basically buried me in a load of cushions i could barely breathe <laughs> Sarah was suffocating on the phone. We're suffocating um, <laughs> under a load of cushions. And um, I basically think I've put Georgia off having kids for life. Just yeah. because every time we're like, we're either on the phone or doing a podcast, <laughs> I'm even getting prodded or getting buried in cushions or, or getting attacked. Getting, getting attacked, basically. And Georgia looked after her niece, didn't you, Georgia? Yeah, I did. Um, I didn't realize how hard work a two year old would be. Yeah. Well, at she least you've got. Wild. At least if you do have kids, you're going into it with your eyes wide open. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I'm certainly not naive to the yeah. um the struggle. Yeah. The struggle so. is real. Oh, God. Can I tell you what it says? To Flynn, you are invited to sports party at QM Sports Centre. I think Flynn's our biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Basically, my... My son has got a fan next. He's holding up a fan on my face. <laughs> Are you hot? I was actually getting a bit hot. So yeah, thanks for that, Flynn. So he's like, you're a little PA. Oh, yeah. Also, like, I feel like he's like a very spontaneous PA. Like, I never know what's going to happen next. Do you know what I mean? No, you could get smacked around the head. Or... <laughs> you know, next thing you know, <laughs> we'll be recording Sarah getting knocked out by the fan. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'll just go silent. Um, I'll get my hair caught in it or something. <laughs> Uh, right so we're coming to the end of it now i think this is the last one george you're gonna ask me you're gonna ask me a question i'm gonna ask you right can we have a little drum roll please while i think of something 
While you're thinking of something, I think we should fill our listeners in on what's happened. Basically, we were like quite a few episodes in front and due to Georgia going on holiday and also you had quite a big operation on your mouth, didn't you, Georgia? Yeah, I did. Um, We're now no episodes in front. (laughs) Yeah, so... um, we were planning on recording extra today, but unfortunately, it's just not the time, is it, Sarah? <laughs> not the time or the place. Wait, yeah. Sarah, what yeah. is an oik? An oik, which is O-E-I-C, not O-I-N-K, is an open-ended investment company. Okay. Open-ended investment company. So it's a type of collective investment fund that's sold in the UK, what Anoint does is it pools investors' money together and professionally manages it on their behalf. So it invests in a variety of investments such as shares, bonds, property, um, according to an investment strategy. They're structured as a company. So when you invest in an OIC, you buy shares in the company. They're open-ended as their size isn't limited and you can buy or sell shares whenever you want and the size of the fund will change to mirror this. So much interesting. So there we go. Jargon, isn't that? Yeah. It's just yeah. a load of crap and it's quite confusing, really. <laughs> it is really confusing. I think so. It is. You're right, Sarah? Um, I'm okay, thanks. So yeah, I allow investors to pool their money together to create a large fund. And there are charges and fees associated with investing. And also remember about investing... The value can go down as well as up. Always bear that in mind. Okay, interesting tonight. Mm. Okay, so should we quickly fill the listeners in on what happened with your operation? Well, when I literally got, my mouth was attacked. <laughs> By a dentist. By a dentist. So basically, guys, I'm severely, severely anxious to the dentist. And what happened was my dentist has told me for two years that I'm going to need a wisdom tooth out because it was growing in sideways right long story short she had basically said to me you need it out but we're not going to take it out until you're like chill with the dentist and then the pain came i felt like this is like a sob story it needs to be on like an advert or something like <laughs> um, and then the pain came so then i went to the dentist i got sedated i had it done um Apparently, it was a really difficult job. They had to cut my tooth into tiny little pieces while it was in my mouth. I had stitches. And then basically, I got this side effect where my muscle has spasmed and now I can't open my mouth fully, although it's improving. Yeah, you're it's a lot been a better tough than journey. you were. I'm a lot better, but it's been yeah. a tough journey, hasn't it, Sarah? It has been a really tough journey. Um, Sarah the- sent me some lovely things <laughs> to... Um, basically she sent she sent me <laughs> it doesn't sound so lovely when you talk when you actually say no. what it is but yeah she sent me some plastic bottles so I could squirt some water into my mouth because I could well you're not able to like suck that sounds a bit wrong like you're not like able to use a straw or anything and she also sent me like oh like what would you how would you describe it like it's like this thing that you put head over your head yeah and it yeah, had like like, a, like ice packs and warming packs like that go around your jaw Mm. So, so Sarah yeah. really saved me there. Always go for the practical presents. Yeah, yeah, the practical gifts. Mm. So Georgia sent me um, a photo of it's like a bright pink. Yeah, and I look rough in it, don't I, Sarah? What in the photo? Yeah. Um, you you look like you're in a bit of pain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna happy. lie. 
I think when I sent you that picture, I was quite delirious on cocaine because <laughs> I'd been taking it for like two days. I'm glad that you like, used it though. I'm glad that they came in handy. Yeah, I was I thinking them for like ages. Like the squirty bottles, because I think they're actually meant for sauces. I was thinking, yeah, like, yeah. George is going to be like, what the hell is this? Like, why is she sending like, some sauce bottles? But you're lucky you sent the, the little, like, bit of paper that said what to do with it. I, I did, yeah. When I opened, like, I opened the head thing first, and I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, that's so amazing. And I was like, that's so lovely. And, and But then, like, I was like, who sent me this? Like, I was like, George, have you ordered it? He was like, no. Then I opened the next thing and it had your little note in that explained about the squeezy <laughs> bottles. But I think I actually am going to use them for like salad dressings and stuff now. Oh, you see, double usage. Exactly. But I might, I might save some of them in case, you know, I ever now have a wisdom tooth taken out again. I don't think many people know this. I mean, not only do we give advice on like financial jargon, yeah, we also give advice on what you should do when you have your wisdom teeth taken out. Exactly. So apparently you shouldn't be sucking liquids through a straw. No, 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 that is the worst thing to do. Yeah, that's a big no-no. George is just going to get something, but while she's getting something. So last week when we recorded the episode, <laughs> for dinner, Georgia ate, she was having garlic bread and mussels, but the garlic bread, she wasn't allowed to eat the crust because it was too hard. And she was like soaking the garlic bread in the muscle juice. Yeah, I was. I literally sat it in the muscle juice. <laughs> sounds disgusting. Did you, you want to see my it? tiny toothbrush? This is oh, what I have to brush oh. my teeth with at the back. I, I like that Isn't toothbrush. It, cute? it is cute. That's what the dentist recommended. I'm not eating just soggy food now. I tried yesterday for the first time, right? A crumpet. But I like, because I can't bite stuff. I have to like break it into tiny pieces and push it through my mouth, but it was divine. Mm. Like it was like the nicest thing I don't think I've ever eaten. I still haven't had a bag of crisps or anything. Yeah. It's amazing though. Like when you're not allowed something and then you suddenly allowed it, it's like, Oh Oh my God. God. Yeah. Like I love food anyway, but how much I spoke about food when I couldn't really eat was unreal. Mm. Like I've every, like every hour or something I was going to George. Oh, I could really have a hula hoop. Or like, <laughs> oh, George, how nice would a burger be right now? So that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next week for, for a more... wild time. More jargon. God, that sounds weird. Um, oh, no, we're going to do the, um, we're going to have a little special guest next week. And you'll find out who that is next week. Oh, yes, we are going to have a little special guest. And I have Bye. recorded this, so it's all good. Thanks. So see you next week, guys. Yeah, so see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All views expressed in this podcast are our own and not our employers. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. Investments can go down as well as up and you might not get back the amount you put in, especially if you take your money out too early. Investments may be subject to tax. The impact of taxation and any tax reliefs depends on your circumstances.